It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Ridiculous I haven't seen it yet. It's a, it's, you know what, it's a Adam Sandler movie. I believe you. I actually really liked it in comparison to some of his other Netflix movies that came out. Not better than uh, the Murder Mystery, bro. Murder Mystery was great. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was good. Um, that was your first episode. That was our first, first episode. I'm a day one baby, by the way. Or Whoa. I guess I should say a day one baddie. Oh, hey. that's right, guys. We have a visitor here today. This is um, David. David McEwen. We have actor, comedian, writer, improviser. David McEwen, uh, uh, a very avid listener of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have met him through improv ourselves. And uh, I've actually never met you. My name's Alex. Nice My name's David. Just kidding. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we actually go way back. Way, way way back a wow. good two years now that's been a couple of years now yes i introduced myself to david at least four times though <laughs> maybe I... three i guess <laughs> how long ago was delta mm. oh man that was a lot that was maybe, 2015 i yeah, think maybe more than that i think 20 either 2014 2015 so we yeah you've actually it's been a little bit so yeah david. david you wanted to bring up adam sandler which we have no problem bringing up adam sandler yeah we uh, love Adam Sandler here. We do his movies all the time. Here's the thing. He has fun in the bad movies that he does. He does. Yes. But it also, dis- not discredits, but uh, does him a disservice, those bad movies, because he's actually, in my opinion, a really a- good actor. A really good actor. Yeah. Uh, case in point, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Not just that. Punch Drunk Love. Also really good. Oh, oh yeah. And, huh. and uh, what was the one with Seth Rogen? The comedian or whatever the one where Funny he's like, people. Funny people. Funny people. That's I want a really good super one. underrated, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really take it and look, and like, I think a lot of people went into that movie expecting it to be like super funny with Seth Rogen and Adam nah, Sandler. Bro. No, that's not what we're getting at here. <clears throat> um, So. Yeah, Adam, you, you actually brought up. Uh, I did. I brought which up is weird point. because I wanted to start the thing off. Just as an, a non sequitur talking about Adam Sandler, but you actually have it, a way to sequitize him. It, yeah. it does. Uh, but we'll, so we'll go ahead and say the name of the movie. It is Very Bad Things. You know, David, when you brought this up to us, and you I said, had never heard of it. Yeah, same here. So I thought you were saying just an odd sentence. You were like, "Hey, I want to be on the podcast. The movie that I want to do, I want to watch Very Bad Things with you." Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought that was so. It's vague. a very confusing sentence. And I was like, "What Who's do you on mean? first? Very bad things. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like it can't be that bad, but I want to watch very bad things. Very yeah. bad things. Yeah. No, I thought that would have been a perfect movie for this type of a title of a podcast. It's exactly. You know what? I really Dude, enjoyed yeah. this movie. Right off the top, did you? One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. I did watch it on an airplane though, and I did think to myself. Uh, probably not the most appropriate thing to be watching on an airplane. No, cause... especially that one scene. We'll get into it. Mm. We'll, we'll, well, let's just do uh, my favorite part and Christian's least favorite part. Uh, the itty bitty nitty gritty committee. That's right. Um, it's not my least favorite part. I just get pissed off when I don't win because I'm a winner, boy. I'm trying to win. I won't lose. I'll Why take guys... a fall for you. <laughs> I was just going to let him keep going, David, just see how far you could go. All right, Christian. I'm going to take a sip of my four roses here. Ooh. Ooh. Plug. We got a classy boy over here. Uh, we watched a movie called Very Bad Things. It's rated R, and it was released in 1998. Mm-hmm. It has a runtime of one hour, 40 minutes, or for Melissa, that's 100 minutes. Did she fall asleep? <laughs> no. He does this thing where he doesn't think Melissa... No, under- that's not it. I just want to let her know how much it is, the equivalent is, in just minutes. I hate when you do this. Why? I- I'm not being a dick. All I'm doing is just I want her to have that option so that she understands... You want her to have that option. Yeah, for Melissa. I'm doing this for Melissa. Okay. okay well, I you do are not understand what you guys are talking about. Break it down for him. I'm going to take a sip of my Kirkland <laughs> brand water right now. 
Are you plugging every single yeah, thing that we give you? Yeah, these people aren't paying us, David. You don't have to do that. Only the things that go in my mouth. Oh. Those almonds are Kirkland brand, too, if you want to plug those. Was there a spoon in the almonds? There is a spoon in the almonds. Yeah. I didn't put the spoon there, but my mom Is he supposed it. to eat the almonds with the spoon? I'm not uh, doing that. My do mom it. provided it like a serving spoon, and it looks like a bowl of cereal now. Nice. Catapult that bitch in there. There oh, you go. there you go. Okay. Very Bad Things has a 6.4 out of 10 rating on IMDb, a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it went down. It's, I'm sorry. That was my fault. And a 31% on Metacritic. Gentlemen, <laughs> would you like to guess the percentage of Google users who like this film? 86. Correct. Oh, really? No, no that's oh, not. Okay. I was like, you didn't <laughs> even let me guess, you dick, dude. I, I just want to make you feel bad because you made this whole winner speech earlier. Fuck, dude. All right, Christian, what's your guess? 76. Is it 83? No, actually, Christian hit it on the head. It is 76. Oh, hey. Did you look this up? No, not at all. You're I, a cheater. I did, and I forgot it. <laughs> what? Dude, you forgot it? No, I looked it up two days ago. That's not that long ago. That's a number I, that you could retain. Yeah. Shall I uh, blow through the synapses real quick? You should blow through the synapses. Uh, this was directed. I just want to say this was directed by Peter Berg, oh. and like uh, did not realize I knew how much. Like I've seen this guy and like seen so much of his stuff until I, I like looked into it. You know what I mean? Also, I heard he was making out with Cameron Diaz at the premiere of this film. <laughs> that is oh. just rumor, so don't quote me on that. Oh, could I say something you after you're done with the synopsis? No, you can say it now. Uh, oh, well, so okay. I have here with me. Hold on one second. Oh, oh. oh he's pulling out a gun. I have. Please don't shoot. Two us. notebooks. Oh, okay. Are they full of notes for just this movie? <laughs> That's both, what, what those I are asked. I got page these notes. <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> no, okay. Uh, to go a little bit into the method of my madness, I used to work at Rasputin Records and music um, yeah, yeah. and movies and all sorts of media uh, back in the day, and. I developed an addiction to buying DVDs, uh-huh. and we had a uh, as as employees we had a thirty dollar um, spending limit on used items and a sixty dollar total limit. Huh. So there would be weeks where I would buy like eight DVDs at a time, um, and in order to to make sure that I was watching all these movies that I bought. Um, I started making little uh, <laughs> journal uh, to keep track of the syn- ones you've seen. synapses, the ratings I give it, the so kind of the itty bitty nitty oh, uh, nice. very nice committee back oh, in the day. Throwing a titty there. <laughs> I like I like titties. Well, there's two titties in this movie, so that's right. Um, there's multiple. There's a few so women in this film. I want you to say your synopsis, and then I'm gonna say my synopsis after yours. See how they line up? Yeah, I like this. <clears throat> you want to turn that volume down there? Yeah, right there. I'm Damn. muting it now. Couldn't have done it when we started recording. Man, you this? are being rude. Continue, please. Thank you. Kyle Fisher heads to Las Vegas for a bachelor party with four friends. When one of them accidentally kills a hired stripper and the security guard finds the body, unstable Boyd kills the guard uh, kills the guard to keep him from calling the cops. Then organizes the group to dispose of the corpses. Back home, Kyle is troubled and has difficulty hiding his worries from his fiance. Meanwhile, to ensure his own safety, Boyd begins killing the others. Mine is much shorter. I, I, I would hope so. Let's go ahead. <laughs> um, so this was entered into the journal um, on July 22nd, 2010. Uh, I wrote, After a bachelor party goes wrong, <laughs> five friends are sworn to secrecy about two dead bodies buried in the desert. 
Uh, right off the bat, I would just like to say that you I like his voice David's more, huh? You're such a fucking voice. cock. I hate you, dude. Wow, you're yeah, upset, you. dude? Yeah, dude, because I do the show with you all the time, and you never complain. And, and now that we have somebody here, now you're complaining. I've complained multiple times I've about never your heard it. voice. I've never heard it. Hey, dude. This hey. had a budget of $30 million. <laughs> do you want to guess how much you made at the box office, Chris? Um, yeah, I'm oh. going to say $46 million. David? Twenty-one million. Twenty-one million. Oh, you dollars. knew that. I I was very sad when I heard about that. I'm like, oh, it cost thirty million to make. They didn't get their money back. Shit, dude. <sighs> yeah, they didn't. But you know what though? All of these actors, except for Christian Slater and Cameron Diaz, were like, I think, in the very beginnings of their career. Yes. Um, John Favreau was not happy yet. He was so skinny. He was yeah. so skinny. Unrecognizable, dude. And I knew that he was. Always somewhat fit because I've seen him in other movies and he was pretty big, but here it was crazy. For me, it's the exact opposite. I've only known him as skinny, and it wasn't until I started watching the uh, the like um, Marvel movies recently mm-hmm. that like uh, you see the I was like, oh, he's in this behind the scenes. Holy, you are fat now, sort of a thing. You should watch his chef show on Netflix. It would make sense why he's so fat. He also um, does a, a cameo appearance on The Sopranos, and I've seen that series like four or five times. And you now. can't find him. What? I can't. You're just no. like, which one is No, he? no, he, he's thin in that series, uh, but he's only in like one or two episodes. He's thin in oh, a couple wow. other, in like in the dilemma, not the dilemma, the breakup, he's, he's, he's skinnier. Thinner, but yeah. I, I, in oh, comparison in, to in, this movie. But what about, what's the, <sighs> swingers, dude. Oh, yeah, no, and they actually bring that up in The Sopranos, too. Yeah, wait, they because they say he looks like the guy from Swingers or something? Or? Well, he plays himself, and they're like, oh, I love you in Swingers. Or... <laughs> oh, that's, I thought he was playing a character no, at that I point. Loved, I would have loved it either way. Like, uh, one of the gangsters is trying to um, get into the movie business, and he's, like, hustling around John town Favreau. and stuff like that. Oh, man. Wow. He well, really scares John Favreau. Why don't we jump into this movie? This movie is... It's the episode uh, D-Club, I believe. No. <laughs> oh, do you know what season it was? Uh, D-Girl, that's what it is. Season one or two. Now, mm. David's really good with this thing. Knowing knowing you for a few years now, you've always been the type of person to tell me facts, like very nitty-gritty facts, like, hey, listen to this Frank Zappa thing. Oh. Um, because oh, on uh, minute okay. 237 of his th- second album that's is this song. to the second beat. Yeah, you'll tell me shit like that. I'll be like, well, I don't think I would have gotten that fact from anyone else in this planet, but thank you, because it is still at the same time interesting. I want to say it's episode four of season two. Wow. Kind of like a savant with this shit. A little bit. Yeah, dude. Savantish. So I didn't read the synopsis, the synopsis uh, prior to- Had no idea what I was getting into. Thought Mm. I was watching a hangover film, and am I watching the most graphic hangover film ever? Yes. It's the hangover without the blackout. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna whip out my other notebook. Your wiener? Oh, <laughs> you just call whenever, your wiener. A whenever notebook? I hear whip out, I just get scared. I just think of. <laughs> so, um, I I actually I watched this a couple days ago to refresh my memory, even though I I am a savant <laughs> and have it memorized. <laughs> yeah, I have the whole movie memorized. Um, but I um I was n- taking notes on um uh just the film in general, and one of the notes I can't find it, um was how um. It reminded me of The Hangover, but if y'all remember when they go to Vegas um, for, for the first and only time, um, uh, how... They go back to Vegas in the third one, don't they? I haven't seen the third The third one. Very Bad Things? Yeah. No, the third Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to see the second one. Um, but um, it, it, for Very Bad Things, when they go to the Vegas... Uh, if it was shot nowadays, how do you think it would be shot? What kind of song do you think would be used? Oh, uh, the hangover shit. It, it'd be like, one more time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that first... Like, quick edits, but in this film, slow-mo. 
Mm-hmm. Like something real oh, cool and true. jazzy. You don't hear yeah. any of the background sound. No, it's all not just at like all. we're all hanging. The booze is flowing. The coke is flowing up my nose. So the I think drug, the, yeah, the drug the drug use kind of threw me off. <laughs> I didn't expect that right off the no. bat because they go hard right as soon as they get to that hotel room. They skip yeah. weed. They go straight to coke, dude. More the... jumps through a table. Yes, yeah. and that was. Yeah, can I say go. they bring in the prosty? The way this uh, that montage was shot of them partying it up in Vegas when mm-hmm. they first get there was so anxiety inducing. Right. The, well, the yeah, I was having were, palpitations this whole movie. It was. I was stressed out because it almost immediately flipped from a comedy to well, something grittier. And because it opens with John Favreau and Cameron Diaz getting their uh, wedding license, right? And yes. they're like not happy. That's supposed to be like a big moment and like they are so stressed out over this wedding. Yeah. Uh, the, Cameron Diaz is the kind of woman that makes me not want to go through like a wedding shit, dude. It looked like, like a very so toxic horrible. relationship because yes. they, mm. were, they... Vince Vaughn could have done that role. Easily. <laughs> Honestly, I get them confused. Favreau no. and Vaughn. Yeah, like I kept on hard. having to go, who's in Psycho? The bad uh, John Favreau. No, Vince Vaughn. Didn't John Favreau direct it, though? I think it was something oh, like because that, Because right? the whole thing is, I kept on thinking about Lion King on how it was a shot-for-shot remake, and then I was looking into it, and I was like, oh, he did the shot-for-shot remake of oh. Psycho 2. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Jeremy, can you look if uh, John Favreau directed the new Psycho? With was Vince your Vaughn? laptop off? What were you doing over there? Uh, he was sleeping. <laughs> 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 Jeremy's here. Yeah, yeah, the like 1999 version or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my surprise. Jeremy's here, by the way, guys. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Dorado. Dorado. You'll meet him on another episode. Yeah, he's in the booth. Hey, thanks for manning, uh, manning the fact checking. Otis has been slipping up in that department. Well, he was here, but we told him to leave. It was just too he many He was giving me the there. eyes. I didn't like it. Yeah, he wanted, wait, what he kind wanted of to eyes? kiss you, David. He, Those he, are the he was eyes. not blinking. Oh, he was not blinking. It's he was the same just eye, looking it's... at me and like, like his, his mouth was slightly open. <laughs> It's the same look he gives us right before he starts kissing us, Christian. That look. You know I mean, the look well. I know the look well. I Heavy mean, we've breathing. We've known him for so long. Yeah. Um, okay, so the movie with John Favreau. Which uh, one? That Jeremy's about to tell us oh, some fun the fact about. Oh, uh, it was Richard Franklin. Richard oh, Franklin. Close. Richard. That sounds nothing like John Favreau. Uh, you know what John Favreau did direct? Yes. Elf. Um, what I want to talk about in this movie, though. <laughs> That's right. He did the shot for shot. <laughs> remake of Elf. I saw, okay, real quick, sidebar. I saw the Elf, Elf musical out in Fairfield at the Ooh, community they theater. They an Elf musical? Oh, my God, was it garbage, dude. But you know what? It made me want to watch the movie Elf. Really? <laughs> it was so bad. I was just like, everyone is Did like, you want to watch the movie Elf because you're like, this is so this garbage. This is so bad. <laughs> They're trying so hard. I need to cover it up with the original <laughs> Elf. Um, you know, I got to admit. The only time I saw part of Elf was in my Spanish class in high school. That's the only time. Do you not you... like Christmas movies? Or... I uh, yeah, I love Christmas movies. My favorite is uh, actually I don't know. But what do you uh, do when watching Elf in a Spanish Elf. class? That That's has exactly no. That makes sense because you know sometimes Spanish teachers want to show you a movie that you're familiar with. I think it was in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. in oh, Spanish. Okay. So that that way you like like we watched the Spanish yeah. Lady and the Tramp Two, Scamps Revenge. Or Did you guys watch El Rojo Globo? <laughs> What's that? El Rojo Globo. No. Oh, what, that, oh, wait. Was that the soap opera? Yeah, with the girl yeah. in the balloon. The girl with the red balloon. I think so. Oh, is that what... Uh, what's that last word in Spanish you said? Global. And Global. that means balloon? Yeah. And rojo means... The Pink. red. Um, so... That's a rosé. So they get uh, a bunch of drugs in their system and a bunch of uh, alcohol in their system, and Except they're in Vegas. John Favreau. He's, he's drinking the, quite a bit. He's drinking, but I bet you he's smoking pot too, bro. Bro, like, did you see how? Did you see how much stuff was out there? He, everybody was doing everything. But here's the thing. So no, he definitely did coke because remember when Cameron Diaz calls him out later and she's like, "Did you do some did cocaine you do last some night?" And he was like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh gotta go." No, yeah. Well, now that also could have been shock from what 
happened, but you fair, know. fair enough. I can't quite remember if he did coke or not. They all did. Which, out of context, that sentence sounds weird. Um, but, <laughs> That's gonna be the promo. But um, uh, if you if you notice during that whole chaos scene before the death happens, uh-huh. um, the they're like luring the the prostitute over to like make out with John Favreau. Yeah, and he's like. Nah, nah, can't do it. I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Like, well, he's a very, um, very loyal. I guess clean cut. I saw it as the stripper being a stripper and not actually kissing him, like getting really close but not doing it. I yeah. didn't. I guess I wasn't looking at John Favreau during the stripper scene, guys. Sorry. I guess I'm the idiot here. Yeah. But I was looking at the stripper with her titties out. That's you, what I was looking at. You're telling me you weren't looking at, at his all the guys facial emotions? If they got boners or something? No, bro. I was looking at those pointy hard nipples. They were <laughs> pointy hard tits those look overall, fake, dude. Those look so sharp, like you could cut glass. Well, them. she's a porn star, so I don't know. Who a she legit? Is. No, porn I look. Yeah, who is she? You looked her up. Uh, <laughs> Not that I'm gonna look her up. What's this her name exactly? Kobe Tai. Hmm. Write Jeremy? that down. T H A I. Look up Kobe Tai. <laughs> Jeremy's like, I'm already having open. I, 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 I think at one point it was K O B E, but then it was K O or C O B Y, and then. I've uh, had enough. I don't care anymore. T Y <laughs> and T H A I. So they're all having a good time with the stripper dancer. Have yeah. you guys ever had a stripper come? Have nah. you guys ever been to a bachelor party? I've been to a bachelor party, yeah. No. Was there a stripper? There were two strippers. Nice! All right, and if we're going to break it down, they <laughs> both had the hardest tits that I'd ever oh, seen. Boo. That's Very why unattractive. Like fake boobs. I was in doubt, and gravity was oh, not man. pulling on them on them. Well, jugs. that sucks because you saw some fake jugs, but I, you know, I saw a stripper at a bachelor party, and she was foxy lady. She was a foxy lady? Yeah, we played this game called Catch the Bunny, and you would put whipped <laughs> cream on her butt, and she uh. would crawl, and you'd have to crawl and, and catch the bunny and eat the whipped cream. Did you catch the bunny? Oh, I caught that bunny, Did baby you get girl. any you chocolate? What's up. Oh, yeah. she had chocolate all over the place, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember, so I was the one who hired her, right? Because it was... Uh, it was my brother's bachelor party, so I'm the one uh-huh. who hired her. She comes up, and the first thing she does, she walks up to me. She's like, okay, cool. I hand her the money or whatever. We go upstairs. I hand her the money, and she's like, I need a place to change. So we're talking, and I'm like, anything else that you need? And she goes, yeah, I need a bucket of hot water and a rag. And I was like, for the show? Is she going to clean? <laughs> she was like, yeah, for the show. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I like went downstairs. I was like, guys, we need a bucket of water and a rag. And all of us were like, okay, a bucket. And so we're tearing apart this Airbnb looking for a bucket. A bucket? She specifically needed a bucket. Well, she just needed something. So instead, we just got like a, the biggest bowl we could find. And we're like, this, this I was going to say work? like a salad bowl or something. <laughs> yeah. like that. And she's like, she's like, yeah, that's fine. She like didn't give a shit about what it was. You know what I mean? Like, as long as it could hold water. But we're all like, oh, my gosh, that's good, good, good. Thank you for it. Like, oh my gosh, that's how you sound when the stripper comes? <laughs> that's how I sound when I see boobs, dude. Ask boobs. Any, any of my ex girlfriends, they'll tell you. I like, <laughs> the first Your time IQ I see drops boobs. to like negative zero. All the blood rushes to my feet. Um, so Jeremy Piven has that same problem though, and he starts getting into it with this. And you prostitute. said that uh, Adam Sandler was supposed to be Jeremy Piven. That's my secret fact, guys. Yeah, Adam That's Sandler crazy. was actually originally offered this role and dropped out to do Waterboy. Oh, yeah. wow! Which was, I think, a bigger success. Than was this. this before or after Billy Madison? Uh, definitely after, because that was in the '80s. That's, but I, I think no, it was before Happy Madison no, production. No, Billy Madison was not. It in was the '90s, 80s, but like '91. I want to say like two or three. Mm-hmm. Jeremy. <laughs> he's, he's not a, listening he's keeping track of what's going on and i ran for us <laughs> he's looking at all the kobe cat uh, like, i'm still looking for kobe tie guys yeah. spell it right. uh, <laughs> kobe bryant keeps popping up yeah exactly um kobe bryant was gonna be an uncut gems but i'm so glad kevin carnett was instead <laughs> i'm glad because never mind i'm just break up old 
Old drama, was, what you gonna He was acquitted. He was, <laughs> and they retired both his numbers, baby boy. Hey. Were you afraid of bringing up this old drama, thinking Kobe Bryant is gonna listen to I this did. episode <laughs> and be like, "What the fuck?" Actually, no. Is this David our our uh, corrections department has a funny run-in with Kobe Bryant, and we'll let her tell that story when she's on the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's neither here nor there," said the cat to the square. This is about very bad things. Yeah. So, what do you got on that notebook? That's a gibberish there? sentence. It sounded pretty legit to me. Oh, I I actually have an interesting an interesting fact that slightly dates this movie. Um, the even phone booths. Pl- uh, phone booths, yes. But um, the flamingo in Vegas. Specifically, uh, one of the children that is um, Daniel Stern's kid uh-huh. is um, wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt when you first mm, see okay. him. The one without really? the crutches, right? And this was a year before Columbine. And so, if this was made a year later, there's no way that shirt would have made it into the into the film, in my opinion. Oh my because gosh. all the Columbine kids like listening to Manson, huh? Or he got a lot of the brunt of like, ah, music is bad. This is all that satanic panic, guys. See, see and Marilyn Manson's bad. like, no. Marilyn no. Manson's like, I just like David Bowie and wearing makeup, guys, I'm just and a sucking my own dick. Dude, I like combining two names to make one name. Yeah. Do you guys think he really had his ribs removed so he could blow himself? That was the first fact I heard. I feel like about that would cost Marilyn a Manson. lot of money. I think it's not a real thing, dude. Like, how would that I even make like sense? I feel like you don't need to do that. You just no. need to do a lot of yoga. You or just gotta stretch. You just gotta starve yourself. Or have a bigger dick. Oh, yeah. If you got a big schlong. <laughs> if you did all three or four of those things, <laughs> if yeah, you have a big schlong, easy. you remove your ribs and you get really skinny. Yeah. You gotta go to the hospital. Cause I got a big, pro- I got a big <laughs> you have problem. A lot of problems. Yeah, <laughs> should probably see some psychiatric help. Let me tell you, my biggest issue with life is my big schlong. No, I can't ever look down. Problem. It keeps poking Please me stop. in the chin. It's, oh my god! I'm like, slow down, buddy. Oh, I have. A, okay, I'm looking <laughs> at my notes here. Um, so uh, on the drive to Vegas, I know we're going back in time a bit. No, that's okay. Um, there's a lot of um, uh, <laughs> locker room talk uh, <laughs> in, in, in the car driving and yeah. stuff like that. Um, just boys being boys and the brothers talking. were fighting. Jeremy Piven and his big brother were having like the most classic bickering brother fight. Do you think that scene was scripted or improvised? I think it was improvised. Yeah, why do you think so? It felt so natural to me. The 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 escalation of the entire thing felt very organic, mm-hmm. and it, they were just all yelling. There was one part where John Favreau's uh, he's on the phone and he's trying to talk over. Car it. phone didn't date it either, though. Good yeah. point. David. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super dated. There's one cell phone in the movie. That's it. <laughs> that yeah. they pass around like it's. Like Boyd gold. was like, "Borrow my cell phone." I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> oh, I love Christian God. Slater. What a douche in this film, though. Okay, you okay. know what part I think makes it improvised or or tipped it off to me to be like this might be loosely scripted but when it's John not Favreau fully laughs? Scripted. no oh. uh when um uh Daniel Stern says um why don't you say what you're thinking that I'm being a Jew uh-huh. and then you see Christian Slater break and it's oh like my you're gosh. a Jew <laughs> you yeah. drive like a Jew <laughs> that is really funny and, and I was like sitting there thinking like is there a stereotype about Jews driving bad that I'm not aware of? Uh, I'm pretty adept about my uh, stereotypes. stereotypes. <laughs> it's not in my Jew. book. It's not in this book <laughs> anywhere. I'm just going to flip through these I have pages. a third notebook here full of Jew stereotypes. Nope, not in there. What it's I'm tripping about is that... Whitefish? Uh, whitefish. <laughs> Comedy? I don't see any of it here. About five minutes ago, you told us your, your synopsis after he said yes. his synopsis, and the date was 2010. That's when it was what entered into my fuck, book. dude? <laughs> We're in 2020. You're... <laughs> yeah, I bought this movie a long time ago. 
I think he's more surprised that you kept your notes around that long. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just everything, stopped, like, dude. Everything about it is weird. Everything about you just, like, blows my mind. I will show you more of these notes afterwards if you want. <laughs> You're, whenever you talk about notes, it sounds like a secret code word for penis. <laughs> <laughs> Let me whip out my notes. Also, Let me show you these notes. I also drew little illustrations in the margin for each movie, too. Um, <laughs> like little stick figures? Uh, so they kill the prostitute and they decide that the best thing that they have to do is to get rid of the body, right? Because nobody knows the prostitute's there. So Kristen Slater's like, we'll just fucking chop her up, which is a great yes. idea, but they have to remember to knock all her teeth out too. What a crazy scene when all when Christian Slater was like, I know how to take care of these. Uh, oh, he's definitely killed somebody before. He 100% yeah. has killed somebody before. Yeah, dude. That guy is a serial killer. You know what? Um, this, this movie constantly reminds me of improv uh because there's a lot of um shelving unusual things um mm-hmm. and uh a slow escalation to crazy town like it doesn't start off at crazy town it starts at a one or two oh, and then you it don't ends with bridezilla smashing well spoilers uh we'll, we'll get there we'll get there uh yeah no it does start in a very grounded place and it definitely does not let you on about what's going to happen until shit starts going down and then shit goes down fast and then it kind of like plateaus again and then it goes down even faster whenever you think it can't get any worse than this another person dies very bad things (laughs) yes uh so they kill the prostitute and they finally decide like hey We'll just do it. We're just going to do it. And then they get interrupted by a security guard mm-hmm. who who they almost got away with it. Right? Yeah. He was chill. They slipped he him like cool. a few yeah. bucks. He was fine. Honestly, he... that guy gets paid zilch. So yeah. when he gets yeah. that handful, I would That's what do he's the there same for. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, do your thing. Uh, and so he like, finds... I ain't got no problem with that. If you guys are just partying and uh, <laughs> doing <laughs> some shit to the... <laughs> yeah, what did you just say? Slash me a slice of that cheddar off into my hand. There you go, yeah. You've never taken a bribe, have you? Or maybe he yes, has, because that was pretty smooth, dude. Um, I didn't see nothing. What are you talking about? That may, yeah, that makes more sense. He gets stabbed. I don't in know the why heart. I turned into Rick James. <laughs> hey, I'm Rick James, bitch. Because uh, you're Rick James. He gets stabbed in the chest three times Tyler with a corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how long do you think it would take to bleed out if you got stabbed in the heart? With the corkscrew, he would totally survive. That yeah. big of a man, like the fat alone would close the wound. I was thinking like, but then again, Steve Irwin. Oh, with the but that was a barb. That wasn't. Yeah, a, that's different. I was like, "How deep did it go?" Well, he How stabbed him multiple times with the corkscrew, yeah. right? Which was a thing. And I he thought was it was going to go for the there. throat. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I thought he was going to scratch him. and slash it. I've, I've thought, you know, I've worked in multiple bars and restaurants, and uh, as a bartender, I've always has a, a, a wine key on me. And because I'm a crazy, paranoid, schizophrenic freak, I think like, what if someone came in here and was tried to attack us? And I'd always be like, the only weapon I have back here is a wine bottle opener. And I always think to go for the eyes. Whenever mm. I do this, either thing, scraping with the eyes or uh-huh. jabbing into the eyes. Something similar is that I, I have this. My subconscious always reverts to what around me can I pick up if there was a zombie apocalypse right now? Mm. That's Any very room that I'm in, uh, not the four roses. It has to stay still. No, it has to stay still. I'm gonna be drinking that if I know. Yeah, I'm exactly. Pounding at the door. Uh, be... I would definitely grab the giant uh, spaceship though. Oh. I don't know, you're gonna have to get, get through and... Alejandro for that. If there's a zombie apocalypse, my first thing is I need a gun now. Uh-huh. Well, there's no gun in the room. Yeah, I, do you know Not my family? Well, <laughs> I would grab Screaming Christian over there and shove it in their face just to confuse them. For Screaming, you Screaming Christian is a pillow that we have here of Christian's yeah, face. It's not literally me screaming. We'll put a picture of it on our Instagram for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny see it, enough. See it. Yeah, you, must, you schmucks will like that. When I saw this fucking movie, or when that moment happened. When and he they, got stabbed? 
when no even before that right when the prostitute died all, all the I blood had to, i had to pause the film and yeah. i had to really think to oh, myself dude. what the fuck would i yeah. do I yeah. turned my, well i didn't think that but i had to turn my ipad off for a second just to be like damn i didn't i because i did not expect that no i okay. didn't know that this is how the movie was gonna okay go. um i want to i want to ask y'all of the five friends who do you think you are i actually have us all broken nice. down. nice i actually have all of us including jeremy broken down good yeah. question okay so i'm christian slater because i'm fucking awesome i knew that you would be christian slater i was like that's that's alejandro i wish i was john fav but christian's actually john fav i'd probably be the person getting married yeah uh homeboy the mechanic uh with the glasses oh more 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 yeah david is more i'm more and then jeremy is uh older brother who gets slammed into the, the van no. daniel stern daniel stern he's not daniel stern <laughs> he's nothing oh, like daniel we, he stern can't, he can't be he can't, jeremy piven if we though. murdered somebody jeremy wouldn't no, jeremy can't be jeremy piven <laughs> oh, another fun fact the rabbi was played by jeremy piven's dad the rabbi, rabbi at the funeral the rabbi oh, yeah, at the funeral. during the thing okay is jeremy piven's papa whoa that's crazy uh, hey, Dad, you want to be in this movie where I run the fuck over over my brother? Jeremy Piven looked like Dodger compared to how he looks in Entourage, right? His hairline was receding. His chest uh-huh. was really, like, gross and I was and trying flabby. to think of how I knew the name. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Piven? Oh, yeah, I've heard a lot. He, Jeremy Piven's in everything, but he's I did really some uh, wikipedia of him, and um, all I really came across was, like, he was uh, accused of groping someone a while back. Who oh, is shit. it, dude? Cuba got- Gooden's getting fucked up right now because of that. Because mm. yeah. Because Jeremy or- Piven yeah. groped someone. Cuba Gooding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that meeting? Let's, Cuba, we got to talk to you about something. What did I do? No. No, no, no. Relax. What it's nothing I, you did. Oh, okay. it's, relax, Cuba. Nothing to do with you, but here's the thing. So, Jeremy Piven grabbed a couple titties, and you got to go down for it. That's Jeremy Piven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said you'd be ta- you'd be cool. You take the rap, you owe him one or something like that. So I didn't do anything. You grabbed a couple of titties. You're going down, bro. It's cool. I got a question for no, you. No, 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 no time for questions. We gotta get going. Put these bracelets on. How come after the OJ Simpson show, I still didn't get any work? Because you touched boobies. Oh, you're right. Uh, anyways, very I bad think. <laughs> Tell us your I group think, breakdown. Um, I have the uh, the spirit of Christian Slater, <laughs> but I. <laughs> <laughs> to, to try to figure out, okay, how can we get out of this without going to the authorities mm-hmm. or without like um, explaining and like explaining the situation of like we didn't mean to stab her in the back of the head. Honestly, you could probably, I could, I think I could talk my way out of that with a cop and be like, look. Pfft. But would you go to the extent of killing other people? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think <laughs> I could do that. I think I would once like. You get one, once you get the first one out of your way. Yeah, the first one's always the hardest. But I feel like I would probably end up uh, s- similar to what you said. I would probably be more just being like, I don't know. You wouldn't know what to do. My I, brain would be fragile. I wouldn't be John Favreau, though. More I'd also, be more calm than John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, Not like, as he a, had like a weird subtle snap. You know what I mean? Yeah. His was like a really weird like. It's a slow burn. Um, I, I don't know if He's this a, is bad, but I, more kind of reminded me of you. His facial structure kind of reminded me of, of your facial structure, David. Is that bad? Nah, uh, no, no, it took no. me a long time I to figure not. out where I recognized more. He kind of looks like Lyle Lovett to me. Who's that? Who's he's that? uh, he's Lyle Lovett. Oh, uh, oh thank you. Fuck us. Thank We're you. Not doing. Okay, we'll look it up later. Then. All right, that's the end of that. Uh, you know who he looked like? I think he was in the player. You know who I rec- finally recognized him? You know who he is? Who? He's uh, Liam Neeson's friend in Taken, the one that he always sees in like halfway through the movie. Was like, I need a gun and a phone, and this dude's like, Here you go. That's him. So random. Who? Yeah. More. More. Oh, Leyland Oser. Orser? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to say Orser. it. Orser. <laughs> um, so, 
they kill the two dudes. They decide to chop up all the bodies and bury them in the desert because it's Vegas. And, and they you know got to be uh, in the correct body order. Because That was hella funny. When they're about to bury the bodies and then homeboy's like, guys, we can't do this. Like suddenly, <laughs> suddenly he's got to do the Jewish right thing. He's already murdered it's two people. religious. Yeah. It's like. In Jewish culture. And you know what? It's all his fault too. Like that everything starts going to shit. Oh yeah. He yes. was not keeping his cool. No, he is, not at all. Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern. was a mm-hmm. five out of five on Manic. He was. What's he from? What do I know him from? Uh, he is the voice of Kevin Arnold's uh, adult self in uh, Wonder Years. He is also oh, in Home Alone. Marv. That's, from Home what, Alone. It yep. That's what it is. Marv. That's how dated this movie is because he looked fairly young in here. Um, this was 20 years ago, but he's, yeah, he's, uh, the guy from Home Alone. I feel he like I saw him in space too. Did he ever go to space uh, in a movie? I think I could imagine any actor going to space. I could see him in space. <laughs> I would like to see these guys go to space. This crew of people, <laughs> and, like, have to deal with this. Like they accidentally kill one of their crew members. Look, all we need to do is blow up the throw alien the ship. Throw it out the window. Why did you kill the space prostitute? Because um, if they want, got the slime on us, they're going to get us. <laughs> one of my favorite Christian Slater tropes in this movie was how he, apparently he's going through like, uh, anger management or something where he's like trying to do better and like uh do mm-hmm. i don't know i just thought that was that seems like something similar like uh, that's why he's trying to be a success mentor for all of them that's what it is oh actually um so i'm gonna bring out the old notebook yeah the orange why notebook. do you keep putting the notebook on <laughs> yeah, the keep floor because i thought i was done with it up. are you sure um, leave them all on the table so leave i wrote all on the table i wrote some quotes fr- from when i originally Wrote this entry in Quotes without context, July twenty second, twenty ten. Oh my gosh, you know, th- yeah, you know this. So you know this. Back oh. in the day, I wrote as like the three or four top quotes. Um, let me be the success coach. <laughs> that's number one. That's a really good Christian Slater voice. That's good, yeah. That, that's a really good Christian Slater. I do my best. <laughs> um, love does not lose. We got uh. Stick him in the crapper and get your ass upstairs. That okay? So when Cameron Diaz, okay, we'll we'll get we'll get there. We'll get. Are there. we playing a game right now? Are you having us guess who no, says this? No, you were just saying the top three. Those were in my. I was ready. No, I'm gonna put it back down the ground. Now. They're, they're <laughs> all. They all kind of decide not to talk about it, and then they go back and have to like pretend like everything's normal, right? And then yes. that scene when they're getting fitted for this for the tuxedos, I thought was really funny because they're all clearly like, oh yeah, stressed the fuck out up from mm-hmm. the stress and from the drugs and yeah. all of the stuff like whew. they're two homeboys down and this was just uh, like a day or two before uh, the actual wedding right or not, a day not, or two. not even this is during, right this like, is still all of them this is right after vegas when they're getting yeah. fitted no 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 i'm no this is uh what it's right uh i think it's like a day or two before the because they have the rehearsal they have dinner. the rehearsal dinner when they all like died then they died. people were dying so the like rehearsal dinner so they have the rehearsal then dinner they have and a funeral like the day after so something. quick yeah oh my god this this movie does make some like jumps to it that that are a little nauseating in that sense but nope. you know what dude after after the murder, you kind of just throw your hands up in the air and you're like, I guess I'm in it for the ride. Like, Don't bother calling Uncle Saul, who lives in Wisconsin. It's going to take two weeks to get to the funeral. We got to put Daniel Stern in the ground now. I did not know where that was going. I thought you, you were started. saying a yeah. line from the movie. I was until so lost said, at first. And then, and then I, got, I, I got it, though. I got it, though. <laughs> He's going to have to get a postcard in the mail saying that his nephew is hey, dead. Your nephew's that dead, shit was quick. And, and then, so he dies. And then, so the wife is stricken with grief. Mm-hmm. Um, Which ooh, one? Okay, wait. Time Adam's out. wife, Lois. Yeah. Yes. L- uh, Adam's kids also fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, and uh, his wife's kind of a bitch. Why did she bring up wizards and the kids go crazy for wizards in the car? That made me mom. really upset. She's oh, not a good mom. Interesting fact number three: wizards aren't a real candy. No, maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> gas in 1998 cost 143. <laughs> 
Oh, also, did you look at, did you notice what UFC fight they were watching at the bachelor party? Nah. That was UFC 10, baby boy. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I think it is a ongoing inside joke in Hollywood. To, that John Favreau is. That John Favreau is continuously getting good work. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Burn no bridges. Um <laughs> John Favreau, my name is Dave McEwen. You can email at davidcmcewen at gmail.com. Well, luckily, uh, that is... You're not going to get any work no. if you don't open your mouth when you speak. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's an ongoing joke in Hollywood to, if there's a gas station scene, to always have the price in the background so that in the future you'd be like, man, how in 2005... It was two dollars and five cents, or something like that. Wow, just to keep track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did see somewhere online. I don't remember what it was now, but you can actually figure out what the exact date was of the bachelor party because it was because they're watching UFC ten. Oh, you can know exactly what day the bachelor party. It's kind of like how if you listen to Tom's Diner by Suzanne Vega, you can figure out what day and what year it was. Or like today was a good day by Ice Cube. You can figure out which day was a good day. Or uh, what day it was the day the music died. Hmm. What day was that? I think that was a June. I think that was a, a soft June morning. When did morning. Buddy Holly die? Oh, that's right. It was the day Buddy Holly died. Oh, wow! You guys just went back and forth on these. I would. I will label them as David McEwen facts. Mm-hmm. Where you kind of got to die. I think, we, I think I could keep up with his facts. I think you could. I, I mean, I know surface level facts. Like I could. I could impress a Muggle, but uh, beyond that. I'm I'm out. Hey, here's <laughs> so, an interesting fact. Yeah, hit me. Uh, not so much about the movie, but about Cameron Diaz. So, three Cameron Diaz films came out in 98. Can I try and guess what they are? Yes. Head Over Water? Head Above Water? Oh, uh, keep going. Um, <laughs> you can get the, three guesses. Oh, okay. Head Above Water, Very Bad Things, and Charlie's Angels. That's one out of three. Yeah, very bad things. <laughs> very bad things. Christian, you have two choices. <laughs> we know what the first one is, so you only get... Okay, you get three, but only... This is bullshit. No, he gets three guesses, but one of them has to be very bad things. Okay. The Mask. No. I don't fucking know. The Mask came out in the 90s. That was her first movie. That was 94. Was that her first movie? That was her movie? first movie. Okay. Yeah, that's um, interesting fact about David McEwen. First film I saw Cameron Diaz is... Didn't know it was Cameron Diaz until I saw... Another Charlie's movie Angels? that's on the list. Oh. Oh, my. You're not going to reveal it because not I'm still playing, guess, dude. Yeah. I don't know Cameron Diaz films. <laughs> you know, I'm just you've gonna... seen so many. All right. Night and Day with Tom Cruise, 2010. You're a real cuck. <laughs> I hate when you fuck up games like that and do hey, real fuck shit. You, yeah. dude. <laughs> the, don't call me a cuck. The, but... the 2010 movie came out in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> they started planning it in 1998. It came out in 2010. It was originally called Day and Night, and they just fought back and forth for <laughs> It took a years. decade for them to change the name. Do you oh. concede? I do concede. We okay. concede to you, sir. The first movie that came out, I believe it was in May of 98. Damn, you know the month, too? Was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. She's in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? She has like a one or two scene scene uh, where she is um, with the reporting crew, and- oh. um, She's talking to Dr. Gonzo and be like, what do you ride? What kind of motorcycle? And he's like, oh, I like the big ones and the big fuckers. Uh. And, Benice, bro. and then he, he he pulls his knife out on um, on uh, the the guy who's supposed to take pictures for the Rolling Stone magazine article. Um, anyway, uh, that's the first movie. I did not know that. Yeah. I would not have gone to that. Uh, the second movie, and I think this was her breakout hit, There's Something About Mary. I almost guessed that. Yeah, and then very bad things. So all, all three of these came out in the same year, 
But I think the production times must have been very close together because I don't know if she would have taken very bad things if there's something about Mary was so huge at the time, you uh-huh. know? Because um, not to say that Very Bad Things is a bad movie, but it has a much lower score than uh, something about Mary. Oh, yeah. Well, Absolutely. like like I said earlier, I think she's romantically involved with Peter Berg. I I believe you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have think, no reason not to. I think that's, that might be why she would have taken this film. I mean, probably in a number of other reasons. I think scheduling could have worked out because if you think about this film, Very Bad Things, Cameron Diaz doesn't really pop up in a lot of the scenes. Like she no. Oh, definitely she could have done, have done, have done yeah, yeah. She could have done everything in a day. Yeah. All the wedding shit was in one day. All the, the fitting scenes were like in I one said, day. Like I said, she only had one scene in Fear and Loathing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. So it's possible for her to have shot all three of these things with a kind of a an easy schedule. Yeah, and then she explodes, and we have to clean up the mess. Oh yeah, she does explode. To get back to the movie, she oh, does. No, I was, okay, I was gonna say as a celebrity, she exploded. Oh, yeah, that's like, what you were talking about. Like, then she got Charlie's Angels and stuff like that. That's and right. And that dance right. is her dance. Uh huh. Oh, um, her booty dance. She like that's came from up, her her childhood or whatever. She would do that in the mirror. I can't remember exactly. That was her thing. There to I go want... back to a former episode of yours. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I like that dance. You're, I do too. I think everyone liked that dance when it first dropped. I was like, wow, a girl in her undies. Not even that. It's just cute. It's cute. No, and well, she, she wearing... was come on, sexy dude. Because when she yeah, she was wearing underwear. And but uh... <laughs> she's wearing like little boy underwear. Dude. Yeah, I was no, gonna say wasn't dude. she wearing underoos or something? Yeah, like she's that? wearing like little boy Spider Man like, underwear. Yeah, but do you see the butt in that <laughs> yeah, underwear? Yeah, but you're like dude? look at yeah, you're thinking about little boy butts, huh? I'm not the, you're, you're thinking about little boy. You're thinking about little boy butts, huh? See, you're now, thinking about little boy butts. That's what I'm saying. You're a cuck, dude. Oh, I'm not thinking about little boy. When butts, I try though. to say something serious from the heart, God, dude, we have a guest here, and every single time we have a guest, we. You're embarrassing me talking about boy butts. You're You're the one who brought up boy butts again. You know my past. (laughs) Fact check. Fact check? Fact check. Is is he wearing little boy butt underwear? She's wearing boy butt underwear. No, she's not. In what movie? Charlie's Angels. Angels. She's totally wearing boy butt underwear. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of suspension of disbelief in this movie. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> not Jamie, but thank you, David. <laughs> thank you, David. So, yes, correct. So not only because, you know, it's having a security because, guard. Uh, and like maybe dying the from a hooker I could get uh, No, behind. I don't think that. Well, I mean. That would hurt like hell. What? Getting hit in the head with a coat hanger like that? Oh, no. I mean, uh, like burying a dead prostitute in the desert, maybe. But that dude who had kids and stuff like that. That was hilarious that that was yeah. in the paper the next day. Well, okay. So I, I wrote here, it's actually a quote from Pulp Fiction. You're talking about drug shit on a fucking cell phone. Like, mm. um, it, it, I, that came into my mind when I was watching the scene where Daniel Stern's just like, we killed two people in Vegas and they're going to. And he's like on a cell phone or some shit. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, and they were saying like, oh, they can track this shit. Yeah, it's like, man, <laughs> if anyone's listening right now. Yeah, dude, Adam, Daniel Stern was. Adam Daniel Stern. <laughs> Adam slash Daniel Stern. Yeah. No, Daniel Stern was fucking it up for everyone. And, and he deserved to get hit by Jamie Piven. He just Piven. couldn't keep his cool. Yeah. His paranoia the, the, was through the roof. The problem with Jamie Piven running him over is that Jamie Piven then also cracks. Yes. Well, he was At cracking before he got that. Uh, he was cracking on the way to Vegas. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He over. was cracking back when he was like a telemarketer in that in That's the right, cubicle in the scene, scene when they were talking. He's yeah. like my brother. He's, he's like rubbing like, those two balls on his face. You know, you know mm, what I'm talking about. What ball? What? Or what we movie were you we watching? Watch he's rubbing balls on his face, literally like a golf ball. I, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you guys are like, oh, a golf ball. All right. Um, so when they decide that they, when Christian Slater decides that he has to kill 
uh, Adam's wife too. That was a crazy scene because she fights like a fucking what Comanche. Did he say? A Comanche, bro. Well, yeah, dude. Lois fights like a Comanche. Like a Comanche. So what? What he tries to do? He sneaks uh, into her bedroom at night. Boyd does. Boyd tries to suffocate her with the pillow. Mm-hmm. She smacks him with like uh, the like the, the wire answering machine. Or answering something. machine. Yeah. He falls, and the first thing she does is bites his crotch. Yeah. Yes, and the sound effects. You messed with the wrong <laughs> woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the sound effects that they use for that is just very crunchy. Oh he has a very crunchy penis. <laughs> he had like a bag of Doritos in his pants. I was gonna say ruffles are stashed away. In Christian Slater, aka Crunchy Actually, Ruffle Dick, <laughs> stuffs his pants with the bag of ruffles. Saved his dick when it gets bitten. That's he was screaming so loud do. because he was like, "My ruffles!" <laughs> no, I was gonna eat that later. Oh, my extra crunchy Cheetos. Ruffles has ridges. Oh. <laughs> ridges help you hold the sauce. Ah, is that what ridges are for? I don't want to get lost in in chip talk. Ru- yeah, in chip talk. It but. can't be that chips. That was a bad pun. <laughs> oh. gonna do that. So was this? Is this part? I, I'm not a religious man, but is, is this part of any religious text? Uh, kill one man, you're a murderer. Kill all, and you're you are God. Because that was no. one of my favorite quotes that I didn't write down in the original. John Favreau says that, right? I think it's Jeremy no, Piven. I think oh, Christian Piven? Slate. <laughs> we no 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 don't know it's this Christian movie. Slate, Daniel bro. Stern. <laughs> no no, it's for sure Christian Slate. For sure, I, I want to say it's when Jeremy Piven's like starting to go crazy um, after he kills his brother. Um, spoiler. Well, um, we've already talked about it. Yeah. yeah, and this movie also came out two decades ago. <laughs> yeah, I know some of you. It's the other movie we're doing today that we have to put a spoiler alert on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love that quote. It's a really good quote. It's. A Do you re- want to kill everybody, David? Uh, I think we are overpopulated as a planet. <laughs> I think that we need a new plague. I thought Thanos had the right idea because it just knocks us back to 1973. Um, uh, Doctor Manhattan, not Doctor Manhattan, Ozzy Mandius, Ozzy Mandius, I don't know. Destroyer of Worlds. Yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer. Who's that last one? He's a Oppenheimer. He's the guy who uh, invented the nuclear bomb. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all had the sim- similar ideas. He said, "I am death." It, I I am yeah I'm death bringer of destruction bringer of joy (laughs) (laughs) whatever man back to back World War champs baby oh okay so this movie is actually in my opinion fairly well directed I no I think so too I think Peter Berg is an underrated director I think he's also a a funny actor and I think uh, his short run on Ballers was really good Uh, but I think but I think Ballers you know what I think yeah the show with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson okay he was the coach of the Miami Dolphins all right um. What were you going to say? Director? I think Big Bird. Big, Big Bird? Peter Bird. <laughs> I thought you said Big Bird. This is directed by Big Bird? Yeah, Big Bird. Big Bird, um, Peter Bird. I love Big Bird. Big Bird! Big Bird. This is turning into <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to yes and whatever This is a movie podcast. <laughs> Big Bird. Big so Bird. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> after the murders and they buried the bodies um, the first time, um, they they stop at a rest stop or something, and you know what game Christian Slater's playing at, as an arcade game? Mortal Kombat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when uh, Lois is trying to get the secret out of um, of the remaining friends uh, on what happened in Vegas, uh-huh. <laughs> do you happen to notice what's behind her? No, what? Uh, the little knife rack that's like aimed above her head. I think that was an allusion to The Shining, personally, when Dick Halloran is talking to Danny Torrance mm, in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Deep, really? David. Very yeah. deep. How many Rewatch times have you seen this film? Which one? 
uh, very, very bad, bad things. things. Which one? I've seen them all ten times. <laughs> yeah, very bad things. I've probably only seen like five or ten times. Five or ten times. Get out of here, dude. You, you, yeah, get the fuck out. Well, you threw the okay. word only in there. Here's, here's the thing. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Here's the thing. Um, when I first saw it, I saw it on TV on Comedy Central, and I came in in the last twenty minutes. So after like the majority mm. of the deaths happened, like it was right. I think it was either during the lowest fight mm-hmm. or shortly after when it's like ah, she fights like Comanche. Um, <laughs> God, I love Christian Slater. Bro. I love Christian Slater. Um, Underrated actor. When he gets beat the fuck up by Cameron Diaz, that's I a got crazy the rings. scene. Because Cameron Diaz snaps and starts slamming Christian Slater's face in with a coat rack. And then she's like, stick him in the crapper, which was the line that you said. Stick him in the crapper and get your ass upstairs. And then they go up to do the wedding, and like it's nothing, like a bunch of true psychopaths go through with a wedding. They go through it. Especially her smiles. I thought it was and really all. funny, real quick. Sorry, not to interrupt. It's okay. When the grandma is, they don't like, there's no words. It's just a short little like. I think I know what you're going to say. When the grandma is like upset that the chairs aren't padded. Yes. yes the, I, I watched that on Monday night. And I'm like, I really like that. I and then we were watching it earlier. And yeah. I was like, I still really That's like so that. That's so funny because in the beginning of the film, Cameron Diaz was making a big deal about the but chairs the not being padded. And John yeah. Favreau is like only thinking about this Great dead prostitute. direction. Dude, great script. Yeah, that way was to bring great. it back. Way to bring it back. I really like John Favreau's responses to Cameron Diaz. Her all of her questions regarding the wedding. I don't wedding. want to get canceled. <laughs> I'm not going to cancel the wedding. Why not We're cancel? Not Why not having this discussion? Why was that not even like? Can we postpone it? Like they don't have to cancel. It's not my it's best just friend just died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was best friend. We now have to take care of yeah. his children. Yeah, they were the Godfather, and that was also dropped early on. Like, uh, oh, you're, you're the, the Godfather, Godfather of my yeah. children. Yeah, if anything that's happens to me, that's why he writing. brought it up. Probably because they just changed their will. Mm-hmm. This is a great. It's a smart film. I really do think it was a smart dark comedy. Uh, the way that it was uh, laid out and everything, a big fast switch from going uh, from comedy into something way darker. Yeah, usually this dark is com- not the Hangover. No, no, not at all. They made a movie very similar to this with Scarlett Johansson and Zoe Kravitz, like uh, not too long ago. Uh, like, Ghost in the Shell. No, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yeah, no, yeah. it's the one. It's like girls' night out or girls' party night or something. Like, and it's essentially the same thing. Girls for a bachelor party, they kill the male stripper uh, and some uh, debauchery. I think so. every single time, it's still a very interesting concept because oh, it poses the question: what, what would you do? do? And I Christian, what would you do? Just let's finish with you know one. Oh good yeah, question who are you, Christian? Uh, in this, I'm John Favreau. I uh, think for sure, 100. Um, percent I agree. <laughs> if, if you if you were in that situation, what would you do? If you found if you if we had a bachelor party, shit, dude, shit. Well, I don't think I could. I don't think I could carry the weight. I think I would have to do something about it. You would definitely go to the cops, bro. So you couldn't you're, even hold you're it. You're Jeremy Piven, then. I'm just. I would be. Alex is gonna have to out, shoot dude. you in the head. Yeah, kill me, that, kill me, because I'm not. There's, kill me, kill there's me. no point going on living life knowing that something like that had happened. I so I would. You couldn't live with yourself if you murdered somebody. I think the most logical thing to do. I could. If if let's say <laughs> if Alejandro was the one fucking the stripper and had banged her <laughs> up against the coat uh, thing, right? Or anyone for that matter. It doesn't have to be you. Thank you. Hey, man, uh, we were both thinking, oh, Hojo would like this movie. There were tits. So it Honestly, makes sense. when I was when I was rewatching, I was like, okay, reasons Alex might like this movie. Uh, Cameron Diaz. John Favreau. John Favreau and tits. Yeah, and that's Cam- pretty accurate. Actually, here's the reason why I like this movie, assholes. It's Jeremy Piv, John Favreau. And tits. the tits. Okay. <laughs> and the tits. The tits are third in priority of liking this film. It's always. But anyway. Because there's I, two of them. They're on the list. Yeah. What I would do is after the prostitute uh, was killed, 
I think that would be the best time to go to uh, the authorities because if it was an accidental. Was she still warm? It yeah. was like accidental. If you could explain the situation, but you, how do you explain the illegal prostitution, the cocaine? I, uh, I mean, uh, maybe not the cocaine, but prostitution is legal. In, not like that. Though. Not like you that. You have to go to a brothel. Right. She has to, to be tested every house. month, uh-huh. and she has sure to be a license. She has, she has to have a, a license. Situation. Yeah, this isn't fucking the sixties, bro. But what would the sentence be for? Uh, let's say if it was just illegal It'd be prostitution, it would be manslaughter. It'd be involuntary oh. manslaughter because yeah. you accidentally killed her, but you'd still go to prison for life. Yeah, for life. For sure, you took somebody's life. The person. That killed it's, the and prostitute. honestly, it's Nevada, dude. At that time, they may still have had the death penalty. What would uh, so? What would it be for the the other four individuals that were in, in the room outside um, of the murder? Chris Slater probably get it the worst for aiding and abetting and, yeah. and mutilating the bodies. Uh, he's for sure getting double life sentences. I think Daniel Stern and John Favreau would have been fine. Maybe yeah, some they, drug stuff. They could um, for sure get away. And they're white, dude. They, they're, they'd get away with it. They're fine. And then more would be... Um, more would keep his mouth shut. In the beginning, they're like, he, he doesn't talk. And property then he t- damage and drugs. Property stuff. damage. 50 bucks for that table? But fuck out of here, bro. Um, <laughs> and aiding and abetting. Yeah, definitely. Aiding and abetting, they all have at least four or five accounts. Yeah. At least two, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot, but... Uh, we're not lawyers, guys, so if we said any of these words incorrectly, hey, don't lawyers, bother contacting us. Uh, uh, contact, it can't be that bad, on their Instagram, ICBTV, and give us the lowdown on what the legalese would be on uh, each and every individual's uh, you sentencing. You know, if we're going to be plugging our social media, I don't want it to be used in that way to contact <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> hey, just hypothetically speaking. We do need a lawyer, though. So. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. For- just one lawyer. If you see the lawyer already comment Brown. on it. Grab any lawyer that you see. Um, oh, another uh, case of um, a suspension of disbelief, dude. There's gonna be forensics on that bathroom floor. Yeah. So much. And if I've known anything from NCIS, if you jizz, they're gonna catch you. Uh-huh. Especially yeah. in a dead prostitute. They always swab the dead prostitute for mm-hmm. for jizz, and then they find you. But I think the prostitute died uh, before he. No, ejaculated. no, no. He finished. Oh, he did. He, yeah. he finished inside. He finished. He finished in a dead oh, body. That's right. Raw yeah. dog. This guy did some necro shit. Did not okay. like Jeremy Piven. In this no, like, as no. an actor at all, or his like character. No, his character was very. Was very his, as an actor. Incredible. Like I said, but, I yes. could not remember the name, but I'm like, I this name sounds familiar. What do I know him from? Gentlemen, do we have a best person on set award? Oh, ooh. Ooh, David's raising his hand, but now pointing at us to defer. Christian, go ahead. Um, ooh, this one's difficult. You go first, dude. Okay, mine is the dog. No, I'm just kidding. It's John Favreau. <laughs> it's John dog. Favreau, dude. John Favreau is like playing a very common straight man, and he's not doing anything outlandish. But like we said in the beginning, this movie comes from a very grounded place. It mm-hmm. starts off at little absolute zero yes. and does not go crazy wacky bananas without John Favreau still being the tent pole that's keeping us throughout yes. the whole at, film. At the top of my uh, notes here, I wrote very bad things, colon, going to crazy town and at an even pace. Mm. Yes, I think it was well-paced. I agree. Well-paced. David, do you have uh, the best I, I want to hear Christian's Christian, your B-Poss? So I'm bouncing between Jer- Jeremy Pick Pivens one. and Christian Slater. Oh, mm. Christian Slater. Right, Christian Slater gets an honorable saying. mention from me. He's he's really good. Like, I think you should give it to Christian That Slater. one scene where he does go into the bathroom and he's talking to the four individuals after they had killed both the prostitute and the security guard, he he said he's doing his whole speech of saying, "All right, boys, this is our moment. This is our moment where yep. you know what's done is done, and we can move forward. You know, this is the real shit." When he was giving that speech to his homies, I was like, "Man, this guy's a fucking good actor." One this thing is I want to say about scene. Christian Slater's acting abilities is he has two different ways of smoking <laughs> a cigarette. He has one way where he's just smoking the cigarette normal, mm-hmm. and then he has the way that he lights and smokes a cigarette right after he kills somebody. Yeah, <laughs> like so, there's a way that. Uh, 
there was one point when he gets in the back of the car, he's talking about the the the, the wife. He lights a cigarette the same way yeah. he lights a cigarette when uh when they when he does that speech. Yeah. It's this crazy like All right, boy. Yeah, it's it's like the, it's the post sex cigarette. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like he's And that's what act- it is, really. Yeah. He's gotten to this point uh, uh, of, of excitement that really gets him so and then and then you have the cigarette and I don't know if you guys have ever had a cigarette after sex, but it is numb. It just makes your whole fucking body just so you think that's exactly what he's feeling yes. because this is so um he's got to relieve that anger because of the anger management and yeah and this is so the way to do crazy. it he feels the power this is the other side of the movie anger management also yeah. starring adam, adam sandler, sandler. way to bring circle. it back adam sandler's my pos <laughs> no, be, be person on set he was there he, he the spos he should have been on set he's there playing basketball because he has to play basketball hey, David, you got set. a person on set oh <laughs> uh, yeah i got someone on set <laughs> yeah, someone's on set uh 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 for me yes um uh my heart wants to say christian slater but I'm gonna have to go with Leland Orser. Nice, good move. More, ah, yeah. like, more was good. More was really good. And here's why. Why? So, <laughs> so this was like one of the first uh, lines said about more early on um, when Cameron Diaz is talking to John Favreau, like when they're doing whatever wedding planning in the first scene. She's like, he's weird. Yeah, he's weird. Like you got to get rid of all your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what about more? She's like, no. Um, but he, but he doesn't talk a lot. He's quiet. Um, I was and, expecting him not to talk throughout the movie after that line. Well, yeah, he he probably has like a a paragraph of dialogue in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but it ends. How does it end with more? He's in a oh, wheelchair. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Um, he was mute. He was unable to speak. Um, and <sighs> and he survives. Honestly, like him hey, and Fav. Ever since the first movie time I saw this movie. What <laughs> the first try, movie time that I seen this movie? We'll give you a second chance. Go ahead and try that again. Ever since the first time I saw this movie, yes. back on Comedy Central when it was highly edited and there were no tits, uh-huh. Boo. <laughs> I prayed to God that Moore was going to survive, and mm-hmm. he kind of did. But is that survive? This as, movie, yeah, that is literally the basic, the basis of survival. As did Trooper, the three-legged dog. This movie had like 134 yeah. fucks in it. I believe it, dude. Yeah. Did that break Pulp Fiction it. in the day? No. No, it did not. No, but it... Broke Wolf of Wall Street. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely didn't. No, Wolf of Wall Street. Is it broke up, uh, yeah. Secret of Nim. No, End of Watch. <laughs> oh, do they say fuck a lot in End of Watch? No, yeah, they have like a, in the 600 railing. Oh, that's a good one too. And that they another interesting connection to um to Fear and Loathing. <laughs> Jeremy's like he can't believe it. Another interesting Sorry, fact uh, related to Fear and Loathing. Um, uh, so as they're driving back from the desert the first time, uh-huh. um, they pass by a sign and, uh, the, the first stop on the sign that like they stay on the sign, it says Barstow because Barstow's in Nevada, obviously, yeah. but the opening line of fear and loathing in Las Vegas is it's five miles out of Barstow or somewhere around Barstow on the yeah. edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold. Oh man, that's just my own like weird like connection of the universe sort of a thing. No, I think you're really. And Cameron Diaz is in that, and I I just love Fear and Loathing. Well, we think everything's a connected universe, so let's just say that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and very bad things are in the same Same, universe. And anger management, cinnamon, and anger management because the anger (laughs) management and Entourage. Oh no way, because JPEV is dead at the Mm. end of this one. That uh, that's the end of Entourage. That's yeah. That's that's not. They're writing backwards. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's a prequel. Um, might I say, uh, David, you, you you are really good at this. You uh, you really do bring something to the table other oh, than three su- notebooks. You're supposed to wait until something off, beyond off that to do this. Uh, what to to shake his hand and say, "Hey, you were a great guest." Yeah. I know because he's he is. No, a, you did really. I really enjoyed having you. You are a movie guest. enthusiast, and you like to dive deep, yeah. deep uh, into deep, these movies, deep. and not only into the movie itself, deeper, but deeper. make very. Deeper, uh, deeper deep connections with other films yeah. that you would never tie the two together, right? Right. And so I'm very appreciative of that. I'm very appreciative of your fun facts because usually the term fun facts is just thrown around willy-nilly <laughs> and they're just straight up facts. But I do think that your facts are fun to the very core. As opposed to Alejandro, whenever he drops what? facts, it kind of just makes me lift my eyebrow and be like, hmm, well, I'm slightly offended, but also informed. You want to know another interesting fact that is not related to the movie at all? What? So... <laughs> I, know, I know how you have this thing with me and Frank Zappa. Yeah. You guys did a movie review on Coneheads a while back. Yes, we did. He has a song named Coneheads. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was wondering if it was featured in Coneheads at all. Or if you could recall. If uh, there's, there's no song. Mm, I have no clue. Unless... Because Coneheads, the movie, came out. After the song? After the song. Oh. But it also came out the year that Frank Zappa passed away. But before he passed away, so I thought that was another weird uh, universal connection thing that happened too. It's like how Ray Charles died right before the movie came out. Yeah, Rip. super coincidental. Wow. Or the guy who wrote Rent, he died the day that the it, and it Frank Zappa loved Coneheads, so I'm like the movie, uh, the show, <laughs> the Saturday oh, the, Night Live sketch. sketch. The sketch, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy had a hand up. Do you want to shout it into one of these um, mics? Oh uh, yeah. I, hey, share the mic with me. I had a number of facts that you guys wanted to check up on. Oh, he was keeping uh, track of it. Just to clarify, Marilyn Manson in an interview in 2019, because uh, this has been many <laughs> other interviews have tried to Last ask year. him, and he just told him to fuck off, called him a cunt. Wow. Um, but in this one, he says, what people fail to understand is that the strange character I play on stage is exactly that, a character. Sure. In real life, I'm just a regular guy. Not the kind of depraved weirdo who would permanently alter his own body to suck his own dick. Nice. All I did was go in for a routine procedure to have all my ribs removed so that my upper body would be permanently squashed down like an accordion, thereby minimizing the distance I'd need to travel to get my mouth around someone else's cock. Mm. Ribs served no useful anatomical purpose, so I figured if my body didn't need them, I might as well get rid of them and have my torso be a shapeless sack of drifting organs that allows me to be more malleable during fellatio. The notion that I'd get my ribs removed to suck my own dick is utterly Jesus bad Christ. shit. Like, come on, how gullible do you gotta be to believe such a ridiculous rumor? Hmm. If I wanna get my dick sucked, I have an iguana for that. What is he saying? <laughs> I don't need to do it on my own. You'd have to be seriously disturbed, freak to suck your own pod or pud. What um, a, what also, a, what? that was wild. Jewish stereotypes. Um, about, wow! <laughs> about driving, uh, the only thing I could find was uh, there's a stereotype that Jewish parents have a drive for their children to succeed. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that's like the nicest stereotype. <laughs> yeah, like, really good. You know that thing about Jews? Can they I say, want their kids to, to succeed. succeed. Yeah. Can I say something about Shia LaBeouf real fast? What? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Shia LaBeouf is also a character created by Shia LaBeouf. What? What? Like, is this from oh, Honey Boy? Look it up. That's all I've got. Like Google Shia LaBeouf character. Uh, I'm pulling okay, a what's okay. his face. UFC 10 was Thursday, July 11th, 1996. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. Buddy Holly died February 3rd, 1959. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like these underoos. Those underoos <laughs> are actually not underoos. Oh, are you talking they, about uh, Cameron Diaz's, Cameron Diaz's boy, underoos? Boy butt. She actually sported boys' Spider-Man briefs. Oh, Let me see this butt. Briefs. Made by Fruit no, of the, the front. Loom. It's the front. Yeah, and you got oh, it's the front. Spider-Man Brief. swinging on the crowd. Boys' briefs. Nice. Slinging his web. the hips in those briefs? dude you tell me you ain't never had a girlfriend that wore your boxers and you were like that's hot no i always say get out of my clothes you have your own for that also i saw cameron diaz in uh my best friend's wedding before i knew she was cameron diaz really yeah when, what year did that come out she looks like uh, a friend. i want to say 96 no we don't need to fact check that one um follow us on instagram at icbtb podcast you can follow christian at christian has asthma you can follow alejandro at call underscore me jesus and you can follow david at dc raccoon that's raccoon with one c i have like 17 posts that's who it is <laughs> Yeah, you can accept that uh, follow request. Now. <laughs> oh. uh, DC Raccoon. That's R A C O O N. Instagram. Anything uh, the look uh, the listeners should be looking out for? Yeah, you want to plug anything? You? Yeah, anything? Anything um, uh, yeah I'm gonna be uh, performing in SF Sketchfest with Dragon Viper Cobra uh, on Ju- uh, July. No, uh, January seventeenth, uh, sometime around eleven p.m. That's at a Friday, piano you know. fight. It's a Friday night. Um, I'm. Does it cost anything? I feel like it's eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars to get in. Don't say that. <laughs> just say we'll that. cut that part out. But we'll just come see us, guys. Come, come see us. We're funny. Um. Uh. I'm probably gonna do some stuff with these jokers that I'm talking to right now in the room. Could do it. That's us. Um. Yeah. I think got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing going on in my life. I'm a sad sack. I'm shit. working on an epic novel that will be done in 2030. <laughs> That's how novels work. And then the next one comes out in two years, and everyone's like, why is it not as good? Yeah. I'm talking about you, Tune in next decade, guys. All right. Well, uh, baddies, we'll see you next time. Don't forget to rain review. Bye. Bye. Have a very bad things day.